Hi, I'm Rachel. Hi, I'm Beth. We're two hardworking mamas who have a lot in common. We're accountability partners, turned podcast partners, living ordinary lives while chasing our dreams. We're both obligers, and we created this podcast to help keep us accountable for showing up. We want to talk about motherhood, mastering our mindset, navigating that delicate balance of work and home life, and all of the things in between. Life is hard. We want you to know that you're not alone, and we see you. We're all in this together, and we're so glad you're here. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the We're Obliged podcast. I have a special guest joining me today. Uh, She's actually a returning guest. I have Dr. Nicole on, but also commonly known as my sister. So welcome, Nicole. Hi, thanks for having me. Yes, thanks for coming back. I'm going to just go ahead and read your bio and then we will go ahead and dive in. So Dr. Nicole is a mompreneur building mamas and misses her concierge physical therapy private practice that primarily serves moms locally in West Michigan. She has recently expanded her practice and is serving women nationally with her virtual pregnancy and postpartum consultation programs. She's been working in physical therapy since 2010, earning her doctorate of physical therapy from Grand Valley State University after working for several years as a a physical therapist assistant. She specializes in pelvic health and especially loves working with mamas during pregnancy and postpartum recovery. She wants mamas to be strong and pain-free so that they can enjoy life with their families to the fullest. She often finds herself in the trenches with other moms as she raises her two little boys in daily builds skills such as mud puddle jumping, downhill sledding, and poopy diaper wrangling. Her mission is to share life with other moms and empower them with information so that they can enjoy the good things about pregnancy and postpartum healing while overcoming the hurdles with confidence and ease. Phew. (laughs) Lots going on. Busy lady. So thanks for carving out some time to to chat tonight. (laughs) Happy to be here. So tonight we are actually going to be sharing our perspectives of being at each other's uh, labor and deliveries, which we were uh, lucky enough to get to be pregnant together. And then we also got to be present as like a support person for each other's um, birth of our, our second children. So I know I already shared my birth story a few episodes ago. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that. Beth and I shared our our stories of our kiddos. And so this will be a little bit different because Nicole is actually going to kind of share it from her view of being there. And then I'll share my view of being at hers. So I'm excited. Yeah. Always fun to get to talk to you, even if it is on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So your, well, we'll just start. I think I'll go first and share about being at the birth of little, or I should say big Isaiah. (laughs) Yes. Yes, he was. (laughs) Um, So you had how far into or how late was it that you had actually changed your plan to do to go from doing a hospital birth to a home birth? Yes. So we officially made the change at 38 weeks. I think it was around 36 weeks when we started like 
thinking about that we might want to switch to a home birth, but I don't think it, it was, I'm pretty sure 38 weeks when we officially changed. So, and I did go a little bit over, I think I was 40 in three days or something like that. So um, just over two weeks. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is. So it's never too late, right? If you are on the fence. <laughs> yeah. Never too late. But yeah, so that was crazy because I mean, there was a lot of variables with yours because it was obviously right in the middle of when the whole pandemic pandemic started and things were shut down. We didn't know, you know, so you had switched and we didn't think that I was going to get to be there when you were originally going to be doing it at the hospital. Yeah, no. And I just, I did want to say too, that like you were talking about switching last minute. I do think for us, one of the deciding factors were that the midwives that we talked to, I knew them both one just for my business. And one was actually an OB or not an OBGYN, a midwife that I was working with and going to deliver in the hospital with. So I think that was definitely part of the decision. If it would have just been like someone I'd never met before, I don't think it would have been a lot harder decision, but it was definitely nice that it was someone that I already knew going into the home birth. Cause I feel like trust is a huge thing when you're going to be delivering at home. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that, no, that's a good point. And also there's a lot more, I mean, we could talk a whole episode on this, but obviously there's a lot more that goes into the decision of doing a home birth, you know, you have to, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Whole other episode, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> so that's our little disclaimer there. So yeah, once you had made the decision to, to do that, then I was like back on, okay, I'm back on board to get to hopefully be there and be your support person, one of your support people, if that all works out timing wise, because we also were the ones on call to take your older son. So to watch him, depending on yeah. the time of day and all of that good stuff. So it worked out actually perfectly because you went into labor. I remember you had texted me in the morning and we're like, oh, I'm, I've been having contractions and I think it's, it's finally time. And so I was just kind of like waiting all day. And, and then it was in the afternoon. When was it that you had called me to, to come get Obi? I think it was like early afternoon or something, or did I come get him? Right no, I think, you, yeah, I think you came, got him right away in the morning. I mean, it was like a perfect scenario of like getting a good night's sleep and then going into labor. But I think once he woke up and we got like breakfast and everything, I think you came around nine or 10. Um, okay. I was hopeful that it was going to be a quick labor, you know, the second one quicker, but <laughs> so, right. yeah, I think it was about that. And then that way we'd have the day and that's you could right. get him situated and then hopefully come back. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's coming back to me now. <laughs> so yeah. So he hung out with us, which Daxton was super stoked about getting to have his buddy over all day. And then it was right as we were sitting down for dinner. Um, I remember we were eating nachos and we were, <laughs> we're all eating dinner. I think we actually just had finished eating and you messaged and we're like, Hey, I think, I think you might want to come over. Things are starting to get a little more intense. So I, hopped in the car right away. And, and uh, yeah, the reason it worked out so perfectly was because Eric, my husband had just got home from work to be able to watch the, the boys. And then I could leave to go to your house. Cause if you had, if it happened sooner, I wouldn't have been able to come because Eric was working. So that worked out perfect. Yeah. Thinking back, that was a really small window of time that we allowed, like that it could have worked out. So it's yeah. kind of amazing that it did. 
Yeah, definitely. So I remember driving over to your house. I got, well, I sent you that video recently, but I got like super emotional. I was, I was driving over there just thinking about like, oh my gosh, it's happening. This is real. (laughs) And I was pregnant myself at the time. So it just just brings up a lot of emotions really. So I got to your house and oh my gosh, my nerves were just like, just going like my adrenaline. Oh, that was, yeah, that was crazy feeling just pulling up to the house and like seeing their, the midwife's cars there and everything. Just like, oh my gosh. So I went in the house and right when I came in the house, I, you, I could hear you from the bedroom. You must've been having a contraction. (laughs) If you've ever experienced birth or have attended a birth, you will know what I'm talking about. And it just like flooded me with all of these like memories of my, my, the birth of my first son and just like took me back to like, oh my gosh, (laughs) that, that intense feeling. And I was like, oh yeah, this is serious. Um, Like I could tell just by the noises you're making that it was serious. So I went back into the bedroom where you were laying on your bed and kind of got to meet all the the people that you had there. Cause you had a few, you had two midwives and a, oh, she was technically a doula, right. But she was kind of their assistant. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. And then your husband. Um, so there was lots of people in there and I was kind of like, didn't know what to do at first. <laughs> like I didn't <laughs> want you to feel like I was like invading, like being too much, or, you know, like intruding, I guess. I don't know. But then eventually it kind of was like, I don't know. I got more comfortable, I guess, being there. And you were still at the point at that time to be able to like stop and have a conversation in between. So I I know you were asking about like, oh, how's Obi doing? And (laughs) did he have a good day over there and stuff like that? So that was a good distraction for you, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I just remember it being intense for quite, quite, it felt like a long time. And yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, it really wasn't that long that I was no. there because I probably got there around like six or something and what he was born at seven, seven, or seven. Yeah. Something like that. Seven nineteen is in my head. Yeah. I think it was seven nineteen because Daxton was seven nineteen in the morning and I remember it being oh. like the same. Yeah. But yeah. So I remember it being pretty intense for quite a while and just kind of helping out with doing whatever I could, if there was anything the midwives needed or that holding a leg, holding your arm. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have my bed rail that I used. I realized how much I used it at the hospital. And so between you and Dave, my husband, that was, I needed your help. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I remember like every time that they, um, cause there was a few times they would like stop and, um, check for baby's heart rate and that. And I remember every time they did that, like, I would just get really nervous, like, oh my gosh, I hope everything's okay. And I don't think it was like, they were checking because they were worried necessarily. I think they were just checking. Cause that was kind of like a routine thing they do. I don't, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I just remember every time like, oh gosh, please be a heart rate there. Like everything, you know, cause it's nerve wracking. Like, you had never done a home birth before. I'd never been a part of that. And seeing it from the outside in, it's just like, okay, like just praying that everything's okay. And every time everything was fine. And (laughs) 
Yeah, um, that's so interesting because I don't think I ever, I guess I was too like in the zone of birthing, but I never felt like worried at all. So I more felt like, please don't disturb me during a contraction, which I will say they were so good about, which was something I really loved about the home birth was just how they always waited yeah. <laughs> until between contractions. But that's so interesting that you say that because I've never felt that way, but maybe I was just too distracted to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. They were awesome. Like they were just like, I especially remember the assistant being really great. Just like try this different thing or like, she just, she was really involved and really helpful. I felt like, and yeah, it wasn't too long after I got there that you were like wanting to start pushing. And so they give you the go ahead. <laughs> and that's that- yeah, I was just going to say, you you had a midwife as well, so you know, and I don't want to spoil your birth story yet, but it's so interesting with midwives. They're just, you are like looking for them to them for advice, and they're just like, well, what do you want to do? And you're like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, you're the person, you tell me. But they're just like, well, you just do what your body tells you to do. <laughs> yeah, yes, definitely. And that was what she had said, too. She's like, well, yeah, if if you feel the need to push, then you should. <laughs> you're like I I think I'm ready like (laughs) there wasn't like a moment that it was like okay and now you're gonna start pushing like it was just yeah (laughs) Um, you do you yeah so being there at your birth while I was pregnant just brought up a lot of nerves for me just like oh my goodness I am this baby has to come out of me in a few months and I'm gonna have to go through what she's going through right now and and it also like like I said earlier, kind of flooded me with those memories of my first birth and just like, oh man, I forgot how intense and painful it is. <laughs> and so that was a little, a little scary, just like feeling those emotions and um, knowing that I was going to have to go through it. Yeah. Honestly, being at, when I, we talked about being at each other's birth, I wasn't sure if you were going to want to be there just for that reason, like knowing that you were going to be so close to your due date and like, yeah, it is intense to see someone go through that and think, oh gosh, I have to do that now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But I will say being there like through, through to the end to see the end result, like made it like, okay, I remember now like why it's so worth it or, you know, why we, we can get through this that because of the end result and um those just happy emotions that flood you once you get there <laughs> yes um yes. but also like to your point of like oh i don't know i didn't know if you would want to be there i think it was actually really helpful for me to be there because with my first birth like i felt like there were some things that happened that didn't necessarily like go as I had kind of hoped or, you know, that I had kind of thought in my mind. And so being there for yours, like there was things that you did differently that I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to try that. Or I'm going to do it like that (laughs) this time around. So that was actually really helpful to see those things. Like, um, for example, you were laying on your side, which was also what I did for Monroe. And, um, like the warm comp- compresses that you did, oh. or that they did for you. Like, I, was yes. like, I want that too. <laughs> yes. So just some things like that, that I was like, oh, these are great. Like little tips that I'm going to store away for 
(laughs) (laughs) Yes. So anyways, yeah, you, um, you had started to the, the process of pushing and that was when it got really fun because it was like, okay, we're seeing, we're seeing actually some progress here. And once you could start to see, well, we didn't know it was a he, but once we could start to see his head, like coming, that was just like, oh my gosh, Nicole, like you're so close. Like we can see your baby. He's right there. And that was really fun to be able to see that. And I think that also helps you to like, get your second wind almost of like, okay, I'm going to, I can do this. I got to get through, you know, cause you were getting tired. Like you had been through a lot. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's really crazy because I think, I mean, I think pushing was only about 40 minutes or so, but which is pretty short compared to what you hear some people say. And when I think of that, I'm just like, oh, that is incredible what some women can do because I felt like 40 minutes was a lot. Yeah. I, I specifically remember saying like, just pull it out. Like, yes, <laughs> I am just like, I was just done. It It felt like we we're just like, okay, push as hard as you can. And then, it, and then it was gone. And I'm yeah. like, well, <laughs> yeah, like, oh. he did. He just kind of kept like disappearing back ever in between. It was like, oh man, like, um, but I think I, I really had my like heart set on, it was going to be faster the second time. And my first pushing was only like 40 minutes as well. So I just, I feel like my mindset was maybe my expectations were a little too high, um, which made sense once he was born, why that happened. But I, I just had this like thought that it was just going to be so quick. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I don't feel like being like, from my perspective, being there, it didn't feel like a long time for me because I mean, obviously I wasn't the one in pain, but because it was so like exciting and like, you're, you know, you're doing this, you've got this. And, um, so it didn't feel like it was that long for me, but I think once we like looked back at the clock and was like, oh, wow. Yeah, that was like, (laughs) like you said, like 40 minutes in perspective, like maybe long for some people, maybe not for others, but yeah, there well, was. One. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, and in that time, you guys flipped me, like you rolled me, and yes. so there was, yeah. there was kind of a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, there was one funny moment when you were, <laughs> you were starting to have a contraction, and all of a sudden you were like, "Nobody move," <laughs> and we all just froze, and like literally nobody moved. And we were just like laughing about it because <laughs> you were, you said nobody moved, but you really just meant like the people holding me don't move. Yeah. It, like, it felt like a good, whatever they were doing felt good. And so, but literally everyone, everyone in the room just like stopped in their tracks <laughs> and was like, oh my gosh, nobody moved. Nobody say anything. <laughs> it was, it was really quite comical looking back at it. Well, I think even in the moment we kind of giggled a little. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. And I think that is one, another big difference of like the hospital versus at home with the midwives. It was very like, I kind of, I felt like it was my birth and like, that's how literal they took it was like, if I said nobody moved, like they literally all stopped moving. And like you said, I just, the people touching me, I didn't want to move. I, I don't know if this is everyone or not, but I hate moving during contractions. Like Mm -hmm. I just do not want to move. And even though I had all these like, oh, maybe I'll try all these positions to labor in. I just cannot move. So <laughs> sideline is like the only thing I can muster up. 
but yeah, you're exactly right. Just whatever everyone was doing felt okay, considering it was a contraction. And yep. Yeah. So we were as, you know, and as you were pushing, I was, I think I helped hold the leg for a little while and, Mm -hmm. you know, let, like you said, be your grab bar to hold on to (laughs) my arm. Um, and then, yeah, Dave was helping. You had somebody helping with like, I think giving you some pressure on your sacrum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I forgot we had to roll you over. Like, yeah, because, because like we said, in perspective long, but it seemed like it was taking long. So that's what the midwife suggested. And I was like, all for it. But I was like, I can't do it. Move me. (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm used to because I work in the hospital and have to move people all the time. So we had that under control. (laughs) Yeah, you guys did a great job. Yeah, we rolled to the other side. And that was when you really started, it kind of like shifted something. And that was when you really started making progress with your pushing. Um, yeah. 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 And then, yeah, I, I mean, I don't remember exactly how many more pushes, but it was a few more pushes and then seeing his head come out was just unreal. That was just such an awesome thing to see exciting moment. And I, yeah, I'll never forget that. <laughs> yeah. That perspective is so different from even though you were at your own birth and I felt the same way, like that moment was like so different to be able to see what was going on. And Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, he, he came out and he was a healthy, healthy big boy. (laughs) Yeah. Nine pounds, three ounces. And that made sense why he took so long to come out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I feel like in that moment though, he didn't like, I wasn't like, Oh my gosh, he's huge. Like he didn't look like that to me because you know, I have a toddler at home, so he still looked tiny to me, but the midwives were all saying, oh yeah, he's a big boy. He's probably (laughs) at least nine pounds. And sure enough, he was. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They nailed it. But yeah, that was so cool. And then I got to like hold him within his first hour, probably. I mean, yeah, maybe two hours or so. I don't know how long I was there afterwards, but that was really cool to get to hold him right away. And just see all of the, be a part of everything afterwards as it, it just was this like very calm atmosphere. It felt like just very calm and relaxed. It was crazy because it was still a daylight out, which was, it just felt weird. Like have a baby in the, during the day, like what is <laughs> so weird, but yeah, I just, I just remember it feeling very calm and just, it just felt so yeah exciting and awesome. Yeah. It, yeah, it was great having you there. And I felt like, especially coordinating because family wasn't going to be able to visit right away because of all the COVID stuff. And so like having you being able to like talk to them and tell them what was going on so that me and Dave could really just be with Isaiah was, was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my perspective. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you said some things I didn't even like know you thought or felt. So that was oh, really? I liked that. Yeah. Oh. That was cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be able to look back at this someday and remember all the memories. Exactly. It. It's all documented <laughs> now. Yeah. So yeah, I made you some French toast and then I was on my way. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Best French toast of my life. Because that was the one thing you were missing about being at the hospital was who's going to make me French toast? 
I know who's sad about not getting hospital food. That was like the one thing I was going to be missed the most about not being at the hospital, but you made it right. So you made it just like grandma and it was awesome. (laughs) I'm glad. Yeah. So fast forward then. So Isaiah was born in April. Fast forward to August when Monroe's due date came along and all that. Yeah. We're here. Yeah. Let me think where this all begins. I guess it goes back to just like our first births, you going over your due date and freaking out because you're like, oh no, I do not want to be induced. And like, what are we going to do? And this time you weren't as stressed out as you were with, with Daxton, just knowing a little bit more about the process. Um, but I guess you, the first thing I really remember is you just telling me that you were going to have your membrane stripped stripped said that weird your membrane stripped um with the midwives and that they gave you like one of their little secrets for um inducing labor and so you were going to give that a try and just like to be ready I guess because we were also on duty for Daxton until grandparents got into town Mm -hmm. um so uh we were like okay maybe um but (laughs) last time you had your membrane stripped it didn't I guess it did work, but not near as fast as it did this time, right? Yeah, it wasn't till the evening and my appointment was in the morning that that, yeah, last the first time. Yeah. So, um, so then you contacted us and we're like, okay, I'm, I'm having contractions. I think this is it. I think, was it like around two, maybe something like that? Yeah. Yeah. And so my husband, Dave was going to actually come and get Daxton so that I could like be with our kids as long as possible because I did have Isaiah at home who was still like nursing and stuff. Um, and then I could be ready, I guess, for whatever happened next. So Dave went, finished his work day and went to get Daxton. And from what he tells me, um, when he got there, he was like, Oh, this is, this is going to happen soon. <laughs> and he said the same thing that you said in the sense of like, I could tell by like what she was doing during contractions that it wasn't going to be long. Yeah. So I think what I remember is that you guys, you guys were heading to the hospital as soon as Daxon got picked up and we knew you had a history of a fast labor. So everyone was like, okay, maybe we better jump into action. But I was still like, I, I always have that like guard up against preparing for a short labor just in case it's long. And I even had that with your birth. I was like, I don't know if I should leave. And Dave called me on his way home and he was like, I think you should go. And, um, it just so happened that my in-laws were in town so they could stay with my kids until they've got home. And they were like, just go like meet them there. So, (laughs) and just like got all my stuff together. And I, you were going to be at the hospital. Um, and, could have went long, I guess. Um, so I had like my pumping stuff and my clothes and all my little bars and stuff. And I jump in the car and it was so great. Cause like we go to the off ramp and to get off at the hospital and our, we meet up yes. and I'm like, Oh, this is awesome. Like, so exciting. So How- just stuff, we, like rolled on our windows. It was awesome. I know. How crazy that we got there at the exact same time. Like, what? Yeah. I think if we would have tried to plan it, it wouldn't have happened that good. So no, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> so yeah, I was just like so pumped and you're, I felt exactly how you felt like the adrenaline rush of obviously not as, 
actually, I feel like it's more of an adrenaline rush than it was with my own because I wasn't dealing with the pain. So it's more of like an exciting adrenaline rush and you're like, Oh my gosh. So (laughs) you guys like got to park at the, a different, like whatever you guys parked quicker than me and got to park in a special spot and I parked wherever and, um, met you in there. Um, but it didn't take long to find you guys. Um, and then you had to go to triage, I guess, to like get monitored and stuff. Uh, that was because you were doing the natural birth room, right? Yeah. I don't know if they do that with, I think they do it with everyone to make sure like that this is really labor, I think, but (laughs) they did it with me because yeah, they wanted to make sure that like everything was stable and you know, that I was okay to go to the natural room. Yeah. 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 So we went into the little triage room and they like, you know, have you get in your gown and all that. And I remember feeling a little bit weird because Eric was there and me and Eric should have talked about like, I don't know. I have a tendency to be a dominating personality and I didn't want to just like take over the room. Like I got this, <laughs> you know? So I, I just kind of felt like I wasn't sure what he wanted to be, take the lead on and like how I could help. Uh, but I, I felt like with my training as a physical therapist, like there were things that I might be able to offer you, but I didn't, I didn't know, I guess we didn't really talk about that maybe enough. Um, but I feel like we did have, maybe that came up though. I, I feel like I remember talking about that and telling you like, no, just say whatever you want to say, or like, what, if you have any recommendations, like throw them out there. Yeah. And I know that Eric, and I don't know if you guys talked about this in that moment, but I know Eric just appreciates being able to like, when I'm in labor to be up more like by my head, like providing like that emotional support sort of thing um, versus anything else. I don't know. Like, he's like, I'll let them take care of everything else down there. Like, not that he won't look in that, but like, right. He's kind of more like, I want to be there with you sort of thing. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I think I said something like, do you want to, or I'm not sure how it happened, but either way it just worked out. And that's kind of like the roles that we took. And I feel like it worked really well Yeah. in the end, but yeah, so they like triaged you. And of course, in true you fashion, I mean, labor was going so fast. And so you were already in intense labor when you got there, they're trying to like monitor you and do all this stuff. And you're just like, just get me to the room. Like, this is going to happen soon. And me and Eric, like knowing your history, we're like, no, like legit, this is going to happen soon. (laughs) So, so I guess the one thing I really remember is finally when they were like, okay, I think we've seen enough. And the midwife kind of stepped in and told the nurse, like, we're going to go. And the nurse, was it the nurse that was like, well, can you walk to your room? Which is like hilarious because I feel like in the movies, they like rush this wheelchair (laughs) up to you. And maybe it was because you said you hadn't been in labor that long. I don't know why, but they just like felt like, I know. I don't know. Because then the midwife, she was like grabbing gloves and paper towel. Like, I think she could tell that it wasn't going to be long because she seemed a little more like in case we deliver in the elevator, like (laughs) I'm ready. I didn't know she was doing that. (laughs) Yeah. She was like, as she was like seeing you move, she was like gathering stuff. I don't know how worried she was, but she was definitely, I think a little worried that you might not like make the full transition to the other room. (laughs) (laughs) So we get up there and, um, we're like, okay, you know, between you have a contraction, I think, and then we're going to move you to the other bed, do that. Um, and then I remember like thinking, 
okay, we're up here and like, it's dinner time. I never can stop thinking about food. And I'm like, I need, I might need to get a snack, like just be ready. And then it was like, oh my gosh, like, no, we're like, you're going to push. It was like crazy how fast it was. And I was like, throw my snack to the side. Like, I don't need a (laughs) snack. We're going to do this. And I just, I just could not believe how, like the opposite of you, how fast it was going. And, um, it was also crazy too, because the midwife, like she was there and like very available, but because I was like doing some pressure stuff on your sacrum and then Eric was up providing emotional support support. And she was just like chilling on the couch. I mean, she was on her phone. I don't think she was like texting her friends or Facebooking, but she was definitely just like nonchalantly, like whatever. And then the nurse is kind of like bringing in some of the stuff for the baby and, um, doing that. But it was just like, it was, I've never seen a hospital be so peaceful. I mean, working in the hospital, it just, (laughs) and my own experience in the hospital, I felt like it was going to be more chaotic, but it really wasn't. It was just like, they were quietly doing their thing in the background and you were just like getting more and more intense contractions. And then I, I'm trying to think your water hadn't broke yet. And so that's, I feel like wasn't it you wanted to yeah. push, but your water hadn't broke. Yeah. Right? And I was, it was kind of that feeling that I think you hit too at one point when I was like, is somebody going to do something? Like <laughs> I'm in pain here. And I like, what is happening? Somebody tell me what to do or somebody tell me that I can push or something, you know, right. I think I kind of hit that feeling too, but which actually that was something I should have said earlier. It was, it was a good, one of the helpful things of being at your birth was like knowing the difference between having a midwife versus like having an OB because like, I guess I was expecting them to tell me what to do. And it was, yeah, like you said, like they let you be in control. So unless there's something that they need to tell you or, you know, like something medically is going on, like they just kind of let you take the the lead. And so it was good that I knew that ahead of time because yeah. <laughs> that really helped me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I think I was like, I, I, after that one really intense contraction, I was like, I feel like I have to push, but my water hasn't broke. Like, how is this possible? <laughs> yeah. I, I think she asked me like, do you have an extra change of clothes here? Um, <laughs> and I was like, Oh wow. Okay. Um, and then she basically said like, well, it might break on the way out or they could be born in it, but yeah, go ahead and push. And then she like got closer, but was still kind of just like hanging out. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like I, was it that first push right away? We could already see the head. Um, no, the first one, my water broke and then the next one you could see it. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and did you get sprayed or anything? Because no, no, it was not. And I, from your first birth story, I knew that was quite the possibility because yeah. I know it just shot right through everything. So, <laughs> so I was like, I was, but I, I was prepared, but it wasn't, yeah. I stayed up by your head and I don't think I didn't see it spray across the room. Yeah, if it, no, did. it didn't, it didn't <laughs> feel like it did because it felt like more just like, you know, popping a water balloon or something. It just kind of like that leaked out but Gush, like, yeah yeah I didn't feel like it like shot like my first Bloated. <laughs> so so then it was yeah your water broke and then we could see the head and then it was just like cheering you on just yeah. like, 
you got this. Oh my goodness. Like she's coming out. We didn't know she at that time. Yeah. And it was just like, I, I loved seeing that from the outside perspective, like seeing how powerful your body is, your mindset is your just like determination is just, it's incredible to see, to see a woman do that. I don't know what else to say about it. It's just like, Oh my goodness. This Mm -hmm. fills the room with like an amazing feeling. And yeah, you totally killed it. I think at that point, I think I actually, the nurse was a nurse videoing. I I think it was one of the nurses. Yeah. I couldn't remember if I was like actually touching you during like you pushing. I don't, I don't know. I I don't, I think you were holding a leg. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's all just a blur. It was just a couple pushes. I felt like, and then there, there she was. Yep. It was three rounds of contractions and pushing. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It was, it was, Oh, I loved it. And honestly, for a hospital birth, birth, it was just so low key and low stress and it didn't feel just so very calm, very good. I don't know. It felt, yeah. I don't know how it felt to you, but uh, yeah, 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 it did feel, it definitely felt different. It wasn't all the lights and it wasn't like a big production. It was just like the ER doctor standing in the corner nervously staring at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the room it's set up so that it doesn't look like a hospital room. So that also helped with the atmosphere. And I don't think, I feel like we didn't turn any lights on or anything. Like yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then, then you got to like pull her out and put her on your chest and she was a girl, which I thought she was a girl the whole time. So I you was right on that one. <laughs> Oh, and I thought she was a boy. So I was like in shock, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, is this true? But she was just the tiniest little peanut. And I was on the opposite end of the spectrum because Isaiah was such a big baby. And then she came out and she was just so petite and hairy and just <laughs> she was so very cute. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of the same things you felt like it was just like you guys held her t- pictures. She... I think and then I like went to the car and got some stuff for you guys and I was already like I got to hold her right away it was just yeah it was so cool yeah oh that's so fun yeah I never thought that I was like oh I really want to see someone's birth or like I always thought I just wanted it to be me and Dave um for my births but I just after doing that experience having that experience I would never want to change it. I just loved it both ways. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Same. I know I always was that way too. Like, Oh no, it's just going to be me and my husband. And, and Eric felt the same way too, for the longest time. Like, you don't know, I just want it to be me and you, but I know he like loved having you there. So <laughs> I know neither of us regret that decision and hopefully you're prepared for if we have another, cause we're going <laughs> to hire you for that one too. <laughs> Right. I know. I know. It's like a little built in doula service for each other. So I, I, and I think too, like there's just so many roles that people can play. So when you said that kind of about Eric, like providing emotional support, I feel like that's true. Like you don't think you want a room full of people. You don't necessarily want a bunch of people you don't know, but I feel like people you're comfortable with, there's lots of things for people to do. (laughs) Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm glad we got to share these perspectives. Cause I think, like you said, there was things that 
maybe I didn't realize or kind of forgot about. So it was fun just to recap and relive that. Yeah. I mean, the story is definitely different when you're in it versus like seeing it from the outside. Yeah, definitely. So fun. Yeah. Well, and now you just, yeah. now you shared stories of our, um, on your Instagram of our little, little people crawling around and giving (laughs) each other kisses and hugs. And it's just so cool. I know. Yes. Now they're little buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Monroe loves to give Oh, um, Isaiah kisses. <laughs> Even she might be small, but she is feisty, and she will. She's determined. She is. If she wants to give you a kiss, she's getting after it. She is just. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again. And um, for anyone who doesn't know, which if you didn't listen to the last episode with Nicole on it, go back and listen. But um, where can we find you, Nicole? Um, right now, if you are interested in anything about birth and pregnancy and motherhood and just like women's health in general, I'm really active on YouTube right now. My channel is mamas and misses and, um, I post videos twice a week. Some are more fun. Some are just really a lot of personal information, Mm -hmm. um, kind of lots of different stuff that I think moms want to know, need to know. And yeah, so that's where I am most of the time. That's awesome. Yes. Go subscribe to her channel. Check it out. Um, she's, she's pouring a lot of hard work and, and her heart into it. So, and yeah, I, I, I enjoy great. watching your videos. <laughs> oh, good. That's always good. Yeah. It's a fun place to connect with people. And sometimes there is a ton of information out there and the world is information overload, but also some areas it's lacking. And so it's always fun to put out information that people say, I just, I never knew that, or I didn't realize I could fix that or change that. So it's a fun, fun thing to do. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Sounds good. Thanks everyone for being here. Bye. You can find me, Rachel, on Instagram at Lawrence, And you can find me, Beth, on Instagram at Raven Hair Chica. Bye.